Hello? I should not be. Muted. I can't hear you. Oh. So do you need to unmute yourself? Let me just make sure I am. I can turn my, I just turned my volume up. You are not muted. So you have, you must have a setting on your end where the mic is muted. Can you hear me? Hear me? Oh, we can hear you now. Perfect. Okay. That's perfect. And just, can you turn it up a little bit? Yeah. Uh, how do I turn it? Let's see your volume on your, maybe on your computer. Here we go. All right. Well, welcome. And for those people who, you look very pretty. Thank um, you. I, I, thank you. For those of you who don't know who you are, go ahead and introduce yourself for our audience. My name is Amy Powers, and I am a short-term rental designer. I live in Metro Atlanta. I've been in the staging industry since 2007, and that's a good segue because you'll probably ask me questions about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're. It's funny because I feel like the older we get, I don't, I don't, I know we're all aging, but I don't always look at myself like, man, I'm the age that I am, and you know. Um, when, but when you start looking back and realizing, you know, 2007, that's 15 years, right? 16. No, 16 years. See, I can't do math this morning. 16 years. And I just crossed into 21 years, which is insane because I got started in 2002. And so there are a lot of people getting into the industry. There's a lot of people who have a history in the industry. And I feel like we're sort of like a brain trust. A lot of the people who've been doing it a long time. Mm -hmm. And Amy is one that, you know, you had a staging company in, in Atlanta. And then um, at what point was it like two years ago that you started to shift into doing more short-term rentals? Let's kind of talk about the evolution of where, where you were and what made you shift. So actually in 2018, the Super Bowl was coming into Metro Atlanta. I had a couple of properties that were staged near the stadium area. And the investors asked me if they could turn those into short-term rentals, at least for a week while they could take advantage of that extra revenue while the house was on the market. And of course, as stagers, our contract says, you know, you can't use it for normal, you know, use sleeping in and so forth. And my contract is, is a very firm contract in that department. And I had, I didn't say no because, you know, Blair Hammity teaches you, you don't say no, you say yes. So I said yes. Oh, actually, I didn't say yes yet. I said, let me think about it. So I just went back to make sure that all the properties had, you know, the right type of things. I always use real furniture and real mattresses. So that wasn't an issue for me. I just wanted to make sure the durability was there because that's a very important issue when it comes to short-term rentals because you don't want anyone to get hurt. So right. modified my contract. I made them sign a waiver that I wasn't liable for any, you know, if someone falls off the bed or you know, the bed breaks or whatever, that um, I'm not liable. And they were all for that. It was very successful. So from that point out on, I'm a fake it team, make it kind of girl. So I started calling myself a short-term rental designer and started investigating that and learning more about that. And then almost immediately I started getting other investors in the area calling me to do their short-term rentals locally. And so that was in 2018. And in 2021 with the pandemic and I had some personal illnesses that were affecting me and that, I that are fine now, but I, I just had a, mindset of what do I really want for myself? And I love to travel 
And I love, I really love things to the pandemic, love being home more and, or in having that, you know, not schluffing furniture every day. Cause I was staging five, five days a week. And that's where I officially started and branded my company vacation rental in a box. I love that name. Thank you. It evolved, <laughs> evolved as well, because when you start doing short-term rentals, you'll, you'll find everything comes in boxes. <laughs> so, so that's how that happened. And I have been very pleased in August of 2007. I mean, not 2007. That's when I started in August of last year, 2022, I started um, renting this shared work office space, which is my personal office in, in one of the, you know, types of companies that will share, rent out spaces for small business owners. And I got rid of my warehouse keys and um, I love it. I love this space. It, it is, it has made me profitable to just be able to focus. And I come in in the morning after I drop my youngest off at middle school and I'm here to, I have to pick them up around four. And I'm surrounded by other professionals. My next door neighbor is a lawyer. She she's helped me with my contract and making sure that it's up to date. And it's just been a thriving opportunity since I started doing this full time. And, and so, and I love that you found because I think you were one of the first in the staging side to get into the short term rental and to start furnishing those. And so you kind of you really had to sort of figure out the path and yes. what works well and what doesn't. And what I, what I love, and those of you that don't understand what the vacation rental in a box is, you know, kind of explain that concept because you're not limited to your, where you live geographically. You said you love to travel. So where have you been able to go so far yes. with your business? Yes. Um, part of that travel side is I do this nationwide. And so I've been to Washington state, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island. I've been to, Michigan, Milwaukee. I have one in Indiana and actually I have two in Michigan right now and Florida, obviously Arizona. I did in January, I did eight units that were, it's an arbitrage, which is where you rent properties from maybe an apartment complex or something like that. And then we, we set those up for the Super Bowl. And, you know, normally they're charged at 300 a night, but this was 3000 a night. For, for the Super Bowl um, in Arizona this past year. I've done Dallas and... Did you do something in Montana or something? Not right. Montana. Not yet. I oh, will yeah. probably one day. But all over, all over the United States. And, and, and even I've done something in Canada. Well, it's also, and I refer a client, a client to you because I, you know, Colorado. we get requests too. And I was, um, you know, I'm like, I don't have time to set this up. So I'm like, I'm going to refer you to my colleague, Amy Powers. And she has a, you know, she can help you get this all set up. And what is amazing is, so you can either like, you know, Amy, either you can go to the place and, you know, the state or mm -hmm. whatever, you can get the thing set up or you come up with the whole plan and order everything for the client upon their approval. Mm -hmm. They pay for that. The stuff gets shipped to their location. They can have somebody on their end assemble all the furniture, receive it, and then follow your plan to get things set up. And um, it's so specific, your plan, because of course you're paid for all those mm -hmm. ideas. It's not right. like a, it's not like a vacant staging where we go preview and then we don't really tell them what we're bringing in. It's completely different. This one you're giving, you're being paid to give everything and then they can have somebody set it up for them. They could set it up themselves. And so that whole concept of um, 
kind of like a DIY, but like a step up above that. Cause it's not like, you know, Salvation Army trying to figure stuff out, but I think that's just genius. And that mm-hmm. allows anybody anywhere to work with somebody who does understand how to design short-term rentals. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then if they are saying, well, I don't necessarily need anybody on the, you know, to set it up, I just need to know what to do. And then everything's ordered and you have your, your resources and, you know, um, the furniture that you're purchasing and so forth. And it, it took you for, cause I've been watching, you know, I've been not stalking you, but watching you from the state, you know, we're in contact and so well, forth. I, I, I put myself out there, so it's not hard. <laughs> and I've seen the evolution. So, but it, I feel like that took that iteration from going from you doing it to then coming up with the concept of, of putting the plans together for the clients. That was like a year in the making and kind of refining the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the classes you teach now, because I just saw you launched here. Let's talk about your courses. You just launched a CE course in Atlanta. And I, I saw your picture with the Thank agents you. in the audience, which is awesome. Um, teaching them about short-term rentals. Um, mm-hmm. a, a class to get certified as a short-term rental specialist so you can do what she does. And mm-hmm. and then also taking advantage of um, utilizing the, the vacation rental in a box. I don't want to call it a formula because it's not, but that kind of that business model um, yeah. and being able to, you know, mm-hmm have you as the inspiration and then be able to replicate some of that too. So um, talk about, talk about your classes. So, well, I have a lot of things to talk about if I can bend your ear today. So uh, yes, my classes, I I've always had a passion for education. And if, if you've known me in the industry, of course, you know, for all those years, I have a good group of colleagues that we've, we've all kind of grown up together and, and, I've always had a heart and a passion for education. And I love what you said earlier. If you're not earning, you're not learning. Or if if you're not learning, you're not earning. I said it backwards. But that's very important. But also, it's the flip side, too. If you're learning, share that information. I mean, there's enough for it to go around. And in in my research and, and as I've created my systems, one thing I've learned, like last year, I did a lot of research for the class, but also the CE class I've been working on. And I'm working on another class, which I'll talk about that in a second. But it, there are 14,000 new hosts are wow. a month are added to Airbnb alone. That doesn't include the other types of booking platforms that are out there. So that does not include listings. That's just host. They could have multiple. The average host has two or three short-term rentals. And so there's enough work to go around. I mean, there's no way I can even do 1% of that. Right. So for sure. And, you know, there's different, obviously there's different types of short-term rentals, but the concepts are very similar, how you do it, the processing, um, whether it's a theme or more of an aesthetic, very similar, still very creative in, in the line of staging we can use actually more creativity because we can have very specific niches and, and avatars, which is what we call our target demographic in the short-term rental industry. And it is its own industry. It has its own conferences. It has its own, I, you know, podcasts and things like that. So, you know, it's a deep dive and, and a very, evolving industry it's always changing there's things changing all the time airbnb makes changes local municipalities can make changes and then you're always thinking about what what's going to attract people so it is very much a process 
And uh, so the CE class is the first one in the United States that has been offered for short-term rental. And it's called All You Need to Know About Short-Term Rentals for Buyers. And obviously that's going to be for real estate agents who are wanting to work with buyers. And it is very complex. It's a four-hour CE class. I used to teach a staging CE class and it was three hours. But we talk about the mindset, and I'll talk about that in a second, which is so important. The mindset from whatever you're doing to, to short-term rental. We talk about insurance, financing, how to finance. You know, these are things agents need to know. And it's kind of like a overview of these different hot topics. And I spend, you know, I spend a good bit of the time, like two hours on design and, and branding and all that. For the property because that's my wheelhouse but it's a good collection of information and i did launch my first class yesterday it was very exciting had a really good turnout because i have been a stater in atlanta i invited a lot of my agents that i have been working with over over the years so it was a very safe environment for me to you know kind of test that and i only had two little errors that i noticed with because i had put some slides out of order, but I fixed that already today. And <laughs> it uh, was had received very good feedback. I, I'm working with a great real estate school, the CRM real estate school with my good friend, Chris Chiotti, who I've known as he's been a carpet cleaner here in Atlanta. I've known him since I started working and he's the best, but now he started real estate school because his passion is education too. And and another stager, Christina Bell, is also a teacher, uh, an instructor in the in the in the school, and we call ourselves the Dream Team, and I, it's just been it's been astounding, and I'm very excited to keep that ball rolling. So the class that I'm working on now is it's going to be pretty significant. I'm I'm building a course for investors to learn how to do what I'm doing. And it's not to take away from any designers because they're definitely the investors who are going to DIY it, right? And, mm -hmm. and I would rather them learn how to do it right than try to, you know, fake it till they make it and then lose money because they didn't do it right the first time. So I'm doing that. And it's going to be a nationwide, um, it's going to be revealed nationwide. I have an investor who's, who's, come into it to help finance it's going to be a professional video production nationwide advertising it's going to be huge that's exciting i'm very excited yes and and i think that's you know i remember when i first got started in staging and then um the class i took real estate agents were in the class and i remember thinking like well why why are they learning what i'm learning and then other future you know people would uh, kind of ask the same thing as a stager mm -hmm. like why are the real estate agents learning what i'm learning and it the class didn't teach how to run a business to the real estate agents or mm -hmm. even like, you know, what to do type of thing. But it, it was important because we are in a partnership with um, certain facets of the industry. So for short term mm -hmm. rental, the investors, for example. So you're asking, like, why would you put a class together that gives them the ability to do it themselves? Well, we all know, as you already said, the DIYers are going to you know, they're, they're not the ones that are going to invest in a course. They're going to try to figure it out on their own and and probably figure it out badly. And that impacts the overall industry 
mm-hmm. um, it impacts everybody as part of the industry. So by providing something that can help them up their standards professionally, that will be beneficial to everybody in the industry, whether you're a designer, a, you know, a short-term rental person, it, it will help to elevate that because the expectations of the people renting the properties, of course, have definitely increased. And the same thing with staging, it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing to educate agents about why staging is important for them to incorporate. I mean, I feel like the last year or so in my market, at least a lot of agents, I've never had to use a stager before. I've never had to use a stager before and they're calling. And my mind always goes to, you've always had to use a stager. You just, you just didn't. Weren't. You just didn't. <laughs> yeah, because either you didn't think you, you needed didn't it. Realize the the benefits. That's why. Yeah, maybe they were being cheap, or they didn't realize the benefits, mm-hmm. or just you know, it, they, you don't know it until you know it. Um, right. But the good news is that the impact of staging has definitely grown. We see that in the statistical right. surveys. It's not going away, and the sophistication of the staging has grown. So, not anybody, not just anybody, can pull it together. And mm-hmm. um, stagers will continue to be a resource for properties that are you know, empty properties. And I'm working, picking up a lot more occupied, um, which a lot of stagers don't like doing. And they're not always our favorites because you're trying to mix your stuff in with the homeowners. And then, you know, because they're living in the house, there's the whole concern about wear and tear. And then the other side of that is they believe they could have input like a designer. And um, it's hard to get them to understand that, yes, this is being done to your property to help it sell, but we're not doing this for you. We're doing it for the buyer and we know who the target buyer right. is having that conversation. So, yes. um, but I think education is so important and, and I don't know everything and I, I learned from other people and I've also, you know, I don't feel like I need to be the expert on, on everything. I just read an entrepreneur magazine article that talked about leadership. And one of the things it talked about is the, you know, a leader isn't the person that feels like they have to know everything and be the most knowledgeable person in the room and shut down anybody else who may have more education or knowledge than they do. And that comes from a place of fear. That's ego. And if you want to allow anybody else to, um, to be elevated, to get exposure, to, 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 to get acclimate, you know, accolades and so forth, you're squashing the, the ability for other people to, to thrive and succeed and they're going to go elsewhere. So we want to cultivate leaders and we want to encourage other people, you know, you found this niche mm-hmm. um, that has, uh, you know, I, I don't know. And even five years ago, I mean, Air- Airbnb has been around, like we had our, you know, uh, cabin on Airbnb and, you know, right. but the volume right. of people being added is That's remarkable. And Absolutely. it's not just for vacation areas. And now they're talking about um, a term, or you, you probably know this more about this. I, mid, are you going to say midterm rentals? Yes. <laughs> How did I know? I actually, <laughs> I actually teach that. I've updated my course, and I talk about that for the cl- class that I offer stagers. And obviously, I talk about it in the CE class. But I want to back up for just a second. So the investors who DIY it, there's always going to be someone who's going to want to DIY it because they may have more time than money, right? But there's also those who have more money than time. They may want to take the course to kind of visualize like expectation. And I'm gonna include a whole section on how to work with a designer. The, ultimately, the course is gonna say, hey, there's a lot of to do, right? Blank, yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna probably end up hiring a designer because that's really the intention is, is to kind of throw it all out there and say, hey, if you don't have these skill sets, you may not want to end up doing this yourself. And then there's those who have, you know, they also they want to hire a designer. But they want to know how expectation. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have the investor who is going to DIY it. We have the investor who 
may want to work with a designer for inst for the design pro process, but then install it themselves. Like, how do I do that right as well? And then the um, investor who will definitely work with a, a designer and just, they just need to know and have that confidence of expectation. And then there's, you know, there's states like New York City, you're not allowed to have a short-term rental unless it's attached to your existing property. It could be like in a basement, a basement apartment. It could be a room. It could be a garage. It could be a van. There's vans. There is a van that you can rent on Airbnb in New York City. So I've taken this class. I've written all this out. And as I was thinking and processing, I was like, I'm going to turn this into a book. So I'm also writing, turning it into a book. And, you know, for those who may just have a room or something like that, they might not want to spend, you know, a couple thousand dollars on a class, but they'll spend 20 or $30 on a book that may right. teach them the same thing. And also it would complement the class. They can have that as well. So I'm, I'm working all these things. I mean, you mentioned that, you know, time, people have like money and time or time and no money. And I always look at like time is a great equalizer because you can't store it up. You can't save it. We all have the same amount of time. And when I'm talking to real estate agents, for example, because, you know, people always fancy themselves. I guess the whole I was thinking about this, like the design and decorating and all the shows and stuff. And people are just like, oh, I, I would love to do that. You know, and they don't realize the work that goes into because they don't see the whole process. Right. And, you know, as a real estate agent, for example, and of course, my husband and son are both realtors. And so I see what they do you know, their time is, is invested on getting business and getting clients and working with buyers and sellers. And so an agent or an investor, let's say, who says, well, I'll just do this myself. And you're taking all this time to have to plan and execute. And there's, you know, like in a vacant house, for example, there's 16 steps we go through to stage a vacant property and the public sees maybe one or two. And so they right. just think, oh, you just bring the furniture in and voila. Well, it's like, no, there's a lot more behind the scenes, all the logistics that happen. So it takes a lot of time and they're not paid to stage. They're not paid as an investor necessarily to, to set that up unless they're personally designer and they are being paid. That's where bringing a third party in and paying them for that service actually makes you more money because that time then you're taking, you can use it to get more clients you know, figure out another investment property or whatever, because that's where the revenue comes in. So right. that's a big piece of the education part of it. And you mentioned book and I'm, I'm glad you, you shared that. I have my um, uh, true confessions of a stage entrepreneur will be coming out um, shortly in the spring. We're right in the midst of it. I had a bit of a um, sidetrack with my mom and those of you that know my mom moved out here in March and then she's had, you know, just from the day one, when she first got here, had infections and health stuff and, spent 17 out of, out of 30 days, not consecutively, but three different stints in the hospital just in April. So she's yeah. she's doing better, but that's been a focus. And so we will get that out. But I, I love, you know, your book will have actual content. I, I was thinking about like the whole AI and um, the, you oh, know, wow. artificial intelligence, people cranking love out. It, it's great, you know, mm -hmm. and putting topics, but it's very general because I've, I've tested it for certain articles. So like it put a topic mm -hmm. out and it pulls content together, but it's very vanilla to me. And so being able to then layer something that with personal experience is super Absolutely. important. So your book, I know is not going to just be, you know, chat bot that pulled content together. It's actually be real life strategies and things that'll work for, for people 
design principles there's like 10 design principles and i i go through and i use that i obviously there's going to be examples for everything that is going to you know be discussed as well as all the other layers that you need I, i'm also including technology and security and fire you know things to put in the property that might help with fire or prevent fire safety wheelchair friendly spaces all the niches that you can possibly imagine i try to list you know things that will help create that space and make it more friendly to that avatar that we we're talking about so yeah so the mindset thing is also in the chapter in the book and it's in everything that i do and i try to talk about this anytime i talk about short-term rentals i i try to bring up this mindset because honestly it's mind-blowing and so many people that i have taught have like i've even yesterday when i was teaching agents i asked them what their you know some stayed behind i asked them what their nuggets were and they all said the same thing that i'm about to say so when we're, we're in real estate right home stagers are in real estate realtors are in real estate investors are in real estate and that is its own industry now, when you come into the short-term rental, you're opening, a, you're knocking on another door, you're opening up, you're in a different industry. You're in the hospitality industry. And the hospitality industry is huge. You know, it can include lodging, restaurants, events, tourism, um, and things like that. There's several other things that it can include as well, but it's a whole mindset change because now you're not just thinking about how much money you can make. You have to make people happy on a regular basis for that to actually happen, right? Everything that happens in the hospitality side is if you're not doing it right, you're not going to make the right amount of money. There's right. consequences and all the different platforms have reviews, right? And if those reviews are not what they need to be, that affects the algorithm. You're not going to be at the top of the list if you have one stars or three stars. You're going to be at the top if you have five stars, professional photography, and a really good design. There's a really good design conference in Nashville this past couple of months ago. I think maybe even last month in Nashville. And they had all different kinds of speakers from all different like insurance, tax, all this everything that kept being said over and over again is that design influences your profitability absolutely it's one of the number one things and so that's why i feel like this is such a huge thing to teach it's not something that's organic you can just make up if you're a stater you can't just start doing it there are a lot of things to consider when i first did my first ones you know i was staging I wasn't thinking about hospitality. I had to evolve to that place. And then all of a sudden it came to me, this is a completely different industry, you know? So it's. Well, cause you think about the goal, um, the goal of the industry and um, with staging is, is real estate. So that we were, we were hoping to impact the profitability that, you know, the price point of the property and have it sell quickly. And that's, that's the goal. And we were successful when we achieved that. So for the short-term rental, it's about creating that experience for the people that are coming into that property and 
because it's their vacation. So if I wanted to, you know, experience the thing I have at my house, why would I go someplace that looks just like that? You know, depending on how you live, you want to have that experience. That's why we go to hotels and the, you have the beds Mm -hmm. and everything's like tucked in. It looks so nice. And just that whole, because you want something different. And even um, um, you talk about themes so right. if like if it's a mountain property or one on the coastal property or by a golf course or something so that you incorporate all of those elements into the design. And uh, we picked up a couple of short term rentals for a real estate agent that had sold the properties and they were just houses. They weren't like in a you know cool community or like that. But I will say that you mentioned the quality of the furniture and um, it, it, the durability because the stuff we picked up he, the, the the deal was he was in a pinch and he's like i can't get out there to get the properties and i've staged for him he's like can you get out there i'm like yeah we can pick the stuff up and he goes okay well i'll sell it to you we paid x amount i'll sell it to you for like a 25 of that and you can keep all the furniture and i'm like okay because i looked at the pictures i'm like oh this stuff looks pretty good well when we got there <laughs> the, the stuff was trashed i mean it was disgusting. Some of the mattresses were like hazmat, you know, crime, the scenes. Oh, yeah. It's like, I didn't want our, our team. We probably shouldn't have even taken them. And they were that bad, but I had committed to the realtor that we would get the stuff out of there. They were stained. The furniture was broken because it was cheap. It was, it was stuff that wasn't really well-made. And so for staging, it doesn't have to be super well-made because it's going in and out. It's a, it's a prop for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. but for properties for Airbnb, the stuff better hold up. And because that will definitely impact. And um, I teach that in my course. I teach what to look for, all the things that are necessary and important. Because there are elements that as a stater, you're not thinking about because it is not to be used typically. Right. Even if you're using real furniture and heaven forbid, if you're using air mattresses, that's not going to work at all. So it is it is something that I like I said, I, I teach everywhere. I teach that because that is outside the hospitality change that is probably in my list one of the most important things as well and you touched on you mentioned the word arbitrage and that's Mm -hmm. a whole nother topic we could get into but those of you that are interested you know amy has knowledge on that we had chanel rose who came and taught at our conference and that's that's an opportunity because you know when you start working on the properties then your mind immediately is going to go like well i'd like to be a partner or benefit from the revenue that's generated from the property, right? Because you set it up. How, how can I become more of a partner? And, you know, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but, you know, if you're independently wealthy, this doesn't apply to you. But most people don't have $50,000 laying around or thousands. I pull up my, gateway, my gateway drug to short-term rental is yeah. arbitrage. <laughs> it is because you can, yeah. you can, you can start accessing the benefits of, of stage of the, of the short-term rental industry without having to be the one putting out the huge capital outlay or owning the property to begin with. And then there's also probably opportunities to partner with investors. Just ask them, what would it take to be, um, to be part of the actual business side of this operation? I have have two properties, one in Tucson, Arizona, and one in Park City, Utah, that I'm a part of an investor group. I don't outright own it myself. I'm an investor into it. And yeah, that's also a gateway into it as well. And it, and it's very passive. I don't have to really do anything. All I have to do is, you know, they, they send me updates of how many people are booking. And if we get any reviews, I get, you know, that feedback as well. And yeah, so yeah, that also, and then we were talking about midterm rentals. I changed yeah. the subject, but we can yeah, go yeah, back. Tell, tell yeah. people what those are. So midterm rentals, well, short-term rental definition is anything that you can have for 30 days or less, right? So midterm rental is going to be less than a long-term rental contract, which could be a year or two years. 
most midterm rentals are going to be two or three months up to six months. And that is very popular in the field of if traveling nurses, traveling medical staff, flight staff that might have, um, they might have their main city, but then, then they're assigned to a secondary city and they might want to have some kind of residence there. And I've, I've, I've done properties for that as well. And then you have insurance companies who might be working with families whose house burned down sure. or tornadoes or damage of some sort, and they need temporary housing, right? People moving between states. A lot of times I know when I move to a new place, I always want to stay there temporarily. And like we usually rent, right? But now we have a secondary option. Now we can do midterm rental. So we're not tied down for a year. And as we're looking for a home, we might find a home rather quickly. You know, it might be a month. It might be two months. So I don't have to, you know, break a lease and, and lose that money. And then there's other, you know, types of midterm rentals, maybe executives who might be traveling as well. A lot of people who are uh, work from home, remote workers, want to, they can work from anywhere. So they could oh, rent yeah. a space. I mean... I didn't even think of that. That's you true. You for summer or in the winter, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that because I'm mean, like cor corporate apartment rentals. I mean, a lot of like you know the um, court furniture and some of these other you know they they've been doing those for years, and so this the midterm rental sort of offers people an, another option if you don't want to be right. in a, an apartment complex, you could be in a home or some other kind of, you know, to building. But I didn't even think of that. I mean, you could be like, I want to get away from the snow or I want to get away from the blazing oh. heat and go someplace cooler because, because you can work from anywhere, which is really cool. Right. And, yeah. then there's, and then there's people, I was talking to my child last night um, and, and the car's like, sometimes people want to, when, when they're looking for short-term rentals or midterm rentals, they might not be able to afford because you're selling a lifestyle. That's what I was telling my child. You're selling a lifestyle and a product. So for those kind of boring them, they probably didn't even hear half of what I said. But, you know, someone might be able to afford a luxury high end escape for a week, maybe a month. But they couldn't normally afford that like months a month long term because it's outside of maybe their um their um i don't know budget i guess yeah. but they can save up plan that kind of thing so th they can imagine or experience something that they would not normally you know feed into so you know that's another thing too you can just do that and, and airbnb is all over the world so you can even do this in other countries right like my daughter's done it in Mexico twice. We've gone down to like Puerto Vallarta. So they mm -hmm. found like an Airbnb and went to this other place called Sayulita for a couple of days. And mm -hmm. so, it, but it is in it. Um, people are very savvy about travel and being able to utilize those, those features and the benefits. And I, um, I was just looking online. Someone was putting for Truckee, which is near Tahoe. Um, right. There was, there were properties there. The most expensive one was 29,000 a month, for this like big cabin well, you know, and so people are like, who could afford that or whatever? And it's like, well, you know, it, it's all relative to how much money you make. And people, if these properties are beautiful and they're set up for these, the short term rental. The one thing that for the mid mid range or the midterm, um, I because I'm on some groups on Facebook for the investor groups and they'll talk about you have the contracts for the midterm have to be worded differently than the short term, because right. I, I at least you know, like California is one of these states. If you go more if you're in a place more than 30 days 
and uh, crosses over, then you're now a tenant and um, they can't get rid of you. And so, oh, yeah. yes, it is a different. Also, the advantage to midterm rental too is there's there are a lot of cities that have limitations on short term yeah. rentals, and and that's always changing as well. But a midterm rental, you can actually bypass some of that. Yeah, Denver's really restrictive. There, there was a couple that reached. They moved. They bought property. They're from Texas. They bought a house in Denver, furnished it as a short-term rental only to find out that they weren't allowed to do that. So I'm like, some, you know, why didn't they know they, that before they, they could probably do a midterm rental though. They can they probably could. Yeah. Not lose that investment. And in yeah. well, um, there's so much more we could talk about. So we definitely have to have you come back and, and do that. But I hope um, those of you that are watching, you know, just kind of scratching the surface of the short-term rental. So Amy has a class. Um, we have a designation, the STRS that's offered through the IHOSP association. Her mm -hmm. CE course um, right now launched in Atlanta, but it sounds like it's going to go. It's going to be Florida. Well, it's Georgia. So Georgia. I'm all oh, sorry, Georgia. Georgia. Yes. The whole state. To be Florida. Florida. So then are you, um, and not that you have to answer this question, you know, here, but I'm sure you've already thought about this. If people wanted to be able to, to teach a course like that, are you going to sell the opportunity for people to teach your class if they're not in your market if or your region? They want to pay me. That's right. It's all about. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually thought about that um, for sure. Um, yeah, because it's almost like rather than recreate the wheel, you're kind of like the expert. So it's sort of like if you had, that's oh, something yeah. maybe think about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah think Absolutely. About it. And I have a section that's very, Georgia specific, but it's like just one or two slides that can easily be changed to whatever state you're in mm -hmm. after doing research. And I want to say something about the class I teach for stagers and designers to add that to their business. First of all, it's assumed that you have some design skills and training, right? That you are trained in some capacity. But also I started out that class was like two and a half, maybe three hours. Now it's up to five hours. And as I learn, I expand it so that you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did. I have a very good contract that I include. I mentioned earlier that the lawyer um, helped me with it. And so I, it's part, it's part of the benefits of taking the class and other things, resources. The planner. You have that whole planner, the spreadsheet planner that. You well, know, it, it's a checklist, basically a checklist, a checklist and, and a way to kind of keep track of the things that you're ordering when they come in, how much they cost. So if you, that also will help you streamline a system. So if you're using the same type of bedding and towels and so forth, you don't have to keep repeating that. And I also teach them how to use design files, which is, is a online design software where you create mood boards and floor plans. And it's super user-friendly, at least for me. And when I share it with my clients, if they're DIYing it, they get the whole shopping list, you know, yeah. it's itemized and I didn't really have to do much. And so I, I teach like it's five hours. It's, it's not fluff. It's content and it's not design content, except the aspect of how it's different than staging. Right. And the things that you have to think about that mindset and what all that plays into. So it is a very good program. I think it's, the best program. And I can say for a fact that I am the only one who is offering it that is actively doing it. That makes a big difference. You're walking and, and, I, share, talk and, and I share that experience mm -hmm. very actively in, in the class. And I'm also available for coaching. If you've already taken it or if you're already doing it, if you have any questions or whatever, I'm not like June Carter. She, I actually am coaching with June. She's my coach. Yeah. 
but I'm not, uh, when I say coaching, I don't mean like coaching, like June Carter coaching. I mean, specific to short-term rental design. Right? Yeah. And, and I have to say June has made a huge impact. She's helping me. She's helped me get to this place with my CE class and with the book I'm writing. And, and she's just a great accountability partner as well. And so I, I also want to piggyback on that, you know, yeah, June's on fire. She is. She's, um, she's just a blessing. She's like, she's one of the people like she's a good human, you know, and uh, yes. we just love her. She's, she's a, just a big um, asset to our association and just the industry in general. So um, I appreciate she's you sharing from that. New York, so she's going to yeah. tell you what it is. She's not going right. to sugarcoat that. Like I might, if as a Southerner. <laughs> but you'll say bless your heart after it bless your heart <laughs> and i know what that means <laughs> that means i love you so much let me tell you <laughs> right the fact yeah it's funny you think I, I learned that when i actually i taught a class in atlanta and um the students there they were we were talking about you know how i go you guys can get away with anything because you can just say you know oh that dog is so ugly bless its little heart or that little baby looks like a pumpkin head bless its little heart and so you can say like these these things that would normally be like insults and uh, because they say bless their heart then it sounds like oh okay well they're just they're they're being nice you know and it's like it's sort of funny because you know you guys get away with stuff that those of us not from that region of the country <laughs> we, get, we get called out on you so you just gotta add bless your heart to it <laughs> that's right exactly you can well, use it too <laughs> And Amy, I know um, we were out of time, but um, we'll have to bring you back. She's, she's, Amy is one that um, thankfully uh, has put her hat in the ring also for stepping up and serving in leadership in IHOSP. And so I can't wait to work with you on that. I know you've got great ideas and, um, you know, have a, a big background in that. So we'll be seeing a lot more of you, I hope. Um, and congratulations on your class. And those of you watching, if you want to learn more about her short-term rental course, you can go on to the IHOSP the Hive platform, uh, you can under education tab and you can sign up for the class. We do have to get the, we're actually going to do a live do a live very soon. So yes. I can update that on the platform because yeah. now is a five hour class and we will, we will schedule that today. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get that scheduled because like, we need about a month to promote it. And so we'll yeah. look at that schedule. She'll do a live, we'll record it. And then that will be um, the new version on, on the site. And again, comes with a lot of different resources. Um, and I, I love that you're 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 in the creative mode. Um, I think that that keeps us energized and excited. And so, yes. congrats! Thank you. On everything. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks you guys, and we'll be back next week um, with another show. And it's good to be back. Thanks you all for tuning in. And we're going to be posting this on our YouTube channel, on our homestagingtalk.com website, and on other um, platforms that allow us to upload videos and so forth on Facebook. So anyway, thanks so much. You have a great weekend, um, and um, I'll, I don't want to say goodbye because I miss you, but I'll <laughs> sign off now and then we, we can talk about the dates and, and everything else. So okay. thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank Bye. You. Bye.